That's got to be a cool feeling. It's like you get called down to the principal's office. Anthony Aver, please come down. Nick Saban is in the office. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, it's easier for me. Right. How much are you looking forward to a first career pick in the NFL? <laughs> I think about every day. <laughs> That's how I think of it in a way. I mean, right. Ravens say they blessed me, they picked me. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to play hard, you know, for this organization. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. The regular season is right around the corner. The Ravens are in regular season mode. Training camp is finished. Cuts have been made. The team is set. Kind of. There will be more changes. Um, and we have today with us a big piece of the defense, and that is cornerback Anthony Avert. Yeah. Anthony is somebody who flies under the radar a little bit because it's hard to stand out on the best secondary in the NFL yep. when you got a guy like Marcus Peters, who's a multi-time Pro Bowler, and Marlon Humphrey, who's put himself All in the pro. best cornerback group in the league. You know, he's he is in that conversation of best yep. corners in the league. And so it's uh, – and then Jimmy Smith, who's been here for a decade. Um, so it's tough to stand out in the secondary, especially a cornerback. And Anthony Averitt is someone who's waited his turn, but I think that he is going to get opportunities – and when he does, he's going to be ready for him because this guy is a really talented player. Uh, he's incredibly confident, and I'm excited to see what he does with his time. So uh, without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into our interview. Well, Anthony, thanks for joining us. i got to start here. Yeah. Your hair. Who dyed it? Did, is this a, did you do this yourself? It's pretty, pretty spiffy. It was definitely, I definitely did it by myself. Okay. But, uh, well, I went to a hairdresser. She did. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, it was my idea. It was your idea. Nobody, yeah. Nobody taught me into it. And for the listeners at home. You got to describe right, it here. Right. Yeah. We have half blonde and half like crimson tide red. I know. Yeah. I didn't even think about the crimson tide thing until. Oh, really? Oh, I, I thought really that was did. the intention. Uh, no, nah, no, it definitely wasn't. I just like red. I just, I just, <laughs> yeah. Red was my favorite color. So I just, I just liked it. I just like the color, really. It's even the perfect shade, too. It's like the, al- it's that crimson yeah. shade. It makes sense, though. So I just been just riding, you know, riding <laughs> So now the the big question is: Are are you going to go purple before the start of the season? Uh, the start? I don't know. I don't know Mm. the start, but maybe halfway. Okay. Maybe halfway. See how things are going. Yeah, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You right. don't want to. Yeah. Just just halfway to the end. We'll see. We'll see what happens. That's cool. So, uh, just how has training camp in the preseason gone for you? Um, you know, this is uh, you're going to be a really important player this year. And just where do you feel like you are right now? It's going well. The camp we went very well. Definitely a long camp. But it was back to the norm, which is I like. I like how the fans came back, you know, and uh, the preseason games as well. Yeah. And uh, which as far as, you know, as the team as a whole, for us, I mean, I think we're going to do very well this year. And I personally think I'm doing very well, you know, just out there practicing and just working on my technique and things like that and just being, you know, just being a contributor. For sure. What I liked about you is, you, you know, you spoke at uh, our press conference uh, a week or so ago, and that confidence, man, is awesome. Yeah. And because, like, you're kind of like a more, like, soft-spoken guy around yeah. us, you know, and, like, Garrett just turned up the volume on your mic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, didn't. I was wondering what you did. I, I was wondering what you did, but, yeah, that's just me. That's <laughs> wondering what you did. And so, so, but, like, to hear that, that quiet confidence yeah. is, really cool like is that something that you feel like you've built up over the past you know three years of of playing well Mm -hmm. or is it like 
Or have you always had that and people haven't seen it? Always. I mean, it was always, I always had a confidence. Even in college, I was quiet. Right. But the play, I always, always played with confidence, though, with the feel. I mean, I just play loud. How about that? So, <laughs> oh, like talk, that. talk quiet, yeah, play yeah. loud? Yeah, I play loud with it. Yeah. So, that's cool. So, you know, one of the things going back to that press conference that Ryan mentioned, like, you talked about how when you got on the field at Alabama, you never left. Like, right, you kind of right. had to wait. But then once you got out there, you never left. Talk about that process in college, what that was like kind of starting slow and having to play behind really good players on the best team in the country, but then getting your opportunity. Oh, yeah. Well, Bama, that story, yeah, that story is different. So I got reassured like my freshman year at Bama. I, I was recruited as an athlete. I didn't even right. – I didn't play corner. So okay. in high school like that, I was safety. I, I kind of was just roaming the field. And quarterback too, right? Yeah, quarterback, yeah. Right. So I was really like an offensive guy, really. So I had to like transfer my brain into like defense. So that's that reassured. That's what it was, just – had to just, you know, get in the playbook and just had to, actually had to learn how to play a uh, corner, you know, with Saban. But uh, so that process was really like a two-year process, really. That took that took like a good two years to really actually learn how to play, you know, the position there. So after that, I was really just there for special teams at Bama. Then probably like what that my breakout year was my first junior year. I think I was like my third or fourth year I was there. And that's when I started on the opposite side of Marlin. Right, 2016, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that year, I mean, that defense, he was, he was good. Stacked. <laughs> well, was Minka good. was, right, Minka yeah, was in yeah, the secondary, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had everybody pretty much. So, so that's, how, yeah, ever since I got on the field, you know, I just never looked back, really. I mean, that was the story. I mean, it definitely was hard, but, yeah. you know, with the four or five stars all in front of you. But I just waited my turn and, you know. So, when you got recruited as an athlete, like, were you thinking, I'll probably end up as a corner, or are you thinking, I'm going to be a receiver? Like, what were you, when you first went there, like, yeah. what was that? I did want to play corner, though. Okay. And Saban, he did, you know, tell me, like, I want you to play corner when you come here. Okay. So, I mean, I'm like, okay. I knew it was going to be a process, but I didn't know it was going to be that hard. I'm not <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be totally different from what I've been used to, for sure. But definitely, I mean, I, I've done it. I mean, I'm still learning, you know, how to play corner, uh, obviously, but it's definitely, you know, I feel like you're always learning how to play your position, anyways. Yeah, yeah. What's it like? What's it like getting recruited by Nick Saban when he comes and he sits down in the living room and he makes the pitch? Like, what is that process? Yeah, that process. <laughs> that was different because he actually came to my school. So that's the first time I seen him in person. He came to my school, and I went to like Woodbury High School, yeah. not too far, hour hour and a half away from here, New Jersey. And this, I only I only graduated with like a hundred students in my class. I went to like a small school, Group One for sure. Went to like one of the smaller schools, and when he came out there, it was just like, oh, savings here. Like, we don't, you know, things like that don't happen. <laughs> that's, that's like God walking in the front yeah. door. So. <laughs> yeah, like it was just a different feeling, different, you know. I mean, everybody was just like, who was like, you know. So it was just, you know, I mean, can't really, can't really, I don't know, put it in words, honestly. That's got to be a cool feeling. It's like you get called down to the principal's office, Anthony Aver, please come down. Nick Saban is in the office. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> it's easier for me. Right. They had, the, they had the news there. It was a, definitely a big moment. Like my school, we don't, you know, we don't have that often too much. Yeah. Too often. That's cool. And you were, you were a big time track guy in high school. I mean, what, yeah. second in the pen relays? Mm -hmm. You have the second longest long jump in New Jersey really? state history. history yeah. What here we got? Twenty five feet two inches. Yeah, that's Car crazy long. Yeah, number one is Carl Lewis. They don't count. 
Nobody talks about that. He's part. a different breed. Yeah, yeah. 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 If we're talking about humans, right. then you're number one. Yeah, he had right. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I always had to tell people it was Carl Lewis, y'all. Carl Lewis. Right. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so twenty five feet though. Twenty five two? Yeah. That's why like, I'm trying to like put my brain like short those six inches. So I mean and you were a sprinter too, I mean, yeah. besides long jump. Yeah. So did you think that there was a future in track and field? Was that something you considered it was oh. always football, football, football? I always knew I was going to play football yeah. in college because track, it was just something, it was more like a hobby of something I was good at. And now it was just something I was good at. Football is like something I love. So right. I always knew I wanted to play football. Right. I did a little bit of track at Bama. I tried to do long jump a little bit, but it wasn't the same. Interesting. It was why, why is it different? It was just different. I don't, uh, I don't know, just because it's college. Okay. I just didn't have the love for it as much as I did in high school. High school, I feel like I really enjoyed it more, way more, it seems like. Now, Marlon's also a track guy. So do you, is there any smack? Talk between the two of you? No, two different uh, events. He was hurdles. Yeah, I, that's something I didn't do. Like it was something totally different. So, and what about even. what about when it comes to just the forty yard dash? You know, to just who's faster? Uh, he knows. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. He knows. Yeah, he'll he'll give me that crown for that part. Yeah. Well, that, that's sure. that's actually funny because I feel like you don't get enough. You don't get your due when it comes to like the debate about like who's the fastest that's guy on the team. Yeah, I know. You agree with this? Yeah, I know. I'm always under the radar. It's okay though. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's like when they do the Madden ratings, and it's like Hollywood and Lamar. Um. I bet Anthony's faster straight line than Lamar. Hollywood is a tough one. You think you yeah. got Hollywood? I don't know. That'd, That'd be tough. To, yeah, we would definitely break up. But that would that probably be the best race on the team, is what I imagine. Yeah, that would definitely be. That would be one, you know, yeah. top one for. Yeah. Spot and right and RG3 straight line would have been in the conversation. Like he but he's gone. Have, he he's gone. Wiggle, but yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. RG2, yeah, as well. I think you would have beat him now. Yeah, now. <laughs> so now. now. Yeah, yeah right. Well, the booth. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get them now. Sure. Make it easier. So, so just, you know, your Ravens career, you know, you come here as a fourth round pick and, and you know, again, you know, kind of had to wait your turn a little bit. You know, can you just talk about what that's been like and kind of, I feel like last year and really the previous year to that, the past two years, you were almost like a super sub. You know, like Jimmy went down last year and it was like, bring in the super sub. We got Anthony, we're all good, you know? Like, how how do you keep your mindset in that situation, you know? It's definitely difficult, but I think college, what happened to me in college was pretty similar in a way, obviously, and that kind of prepared me mentally, really, just to stay ready. I mean, that's the hardest thing, really, just to stay ready. I mean, you never know when your name will get called. And that's a real thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. And I yeah. learned that pretty quickly when I came here. Like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm up. I got to get ready for that. I, mean, I, I wasn't used to that before, you know. I was used to playing right. the field since, you know, day one, you know. But uh, not now, yeah. It's just different. So that, just I don't know. I would just say just college prepared me for it. And now, I mean... I mean, I'm pretty much just taking on that role and, you know, just being super sub and just try to increase that role, you know, just playing more and more, just being, you know, getting better and better. And, and, I mean, just bringing it to the current situation, I mean, Jimmy's coming off his, he's got an ankle thing he's coming back from. And, you know, Harb said, you know, it's taking a little longer. We'll see if he's back for week one or whatever. I mean, so you could 
from the jump here yeah, be in a pretty big spot. Well, I, well, I've definitely been ready for that, uh, and I've basically been doing it, you know, so, you know, all camp preseason as well. So I mean, that even gave me more confidence, you know, so just, you know, and just running off back of last year, where I started those last few, few games, right? Last year too for the team, and I played very well. So that just gave me the confidence. Was that a uh, when you played those games last year? Like, do you go into those? We talked about the confidence thing, but like. Uh, you can have confidence, but then you actually got to like do it on the, like, was that validating t- to go in last year and play well and be like, Oh, okay. Like I felt like I could do it, but now that I've actually done it. Oh yeah. Now, now that comfort comes in. That's what I was <laughs> It's just now, now I'm comfortable now. Like now I feel like, Oh yeah, I made this play before I can make it again. Or, right. you know, I've seen something I can, I've, I've seen something just more experience. So I, I think it's more of just a comfort feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. What what do you feel like is like where has your game grown the most? You know, in in just learning the position, like you said, you're constantly learning. learning yeah. yeah, where do you feel like you have grown the most? Uh, I would think just seeing more, especially like my zone eyes, mm-hmm. watching MP. I, I watch him a lot just to see you know what he's looking at, like what route what's coming. You know, not just straight off reaction. A lot of things I used to do in the past, it was just really reaction. Cause I'm fast and twitchy. Yeah. But now I kind of feel like when the route is coming, I already like know it's coming. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's pretty much, I think that's interesting. That's the, that's the main when thing. you know it's coming, that makes the job a, a lot easier. A lot easier. <laughs> much slower. It, right. Slower to experience, I say. Well, it's, it's interesting to hear you mention Marcus. Cause I know Marlon has talked about when Marcus arrived, like he was, he's called him the smartest corner that he's yeah. ever been around. Uh, and like, I think that the outside, People, you know, the fans look at Marcus and what a lot of people see is the trash talk mm. and the fiery side. And like, yeah. that's the Marcus Peters that a lot of people know. But I think you guys, like you just talked about it. Marlon's talked about the studious side, mm-hmm. the intellect that he brings yeah. to the game. Can you shed some light on that? Yeah, he definitely sees the game in a different way. And I noticed that what probably, yeah, I mean, as soon as he got here at first, I mean, he got to pick six the first right, right. Like, All right, this guy So knows obviously what he's you doing. can see, you know, you yeah. obviously can see, you know, he definitely got game. But I mean, I think, I think just pretty much. But, you know, just how the way he watched film, you know, he always looks at, you know, he looks at two, which is the slot receiver. And he pretty much says that tells a story most of the times and like things like that. I'm like, dang. So like the numbers, the guys that you're not sticking, right. you're looking at somebody else to see what I don't, it's just. That's interesting. It's very, yeah, it's very interesting. But hey, I mean, it's working. Things like that. It works. So. Right. How much are you looking forward to a first career pick in the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> I think about it every day. <laughs> every, every day. Every day. I mean, I talk to my family all the time and, you know, they all, it doesn't matter to them. They all just cheering. They just glad to see me out there. You're just blessed to be out there. Right. But definitely I talk to my family, even, you know, teammates as well. You know, that's just something I feel like we all. I mean, most of us, it don't matter. We just want picks anyways. So <laughs> that corner, yeah, we just oh, we want that. That's the main thing. Isn't it all hard being, you know, as as good as you are now at that level, entering your fourth year, yeah. and it's still just because of Marlon and Marcus and Jimmy, you know, it's not in a starting, quote-unquote, role. That's got to be a little tough. You know, and people talk about, well, Averett would be a starter on any other team in the league, yeah. you know, <laughs> But, but you're not. You're on this I'm team. Not, I'm on this team. Exactly. Right. Like how how difficult is that for you to kind of handle? It's definitely difficult. Difficult. But I mean, I can control what only I can control. You know, 
and I'm blessed that the Ravens are drafting me. I mean, all other teams passed up on me, so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's how I think of it in a way. I mean, right. the Ravens say hey, they blessed me, they picked me. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to play hard, for, you know, for this organization. This is mm-hmm. the team I'm on. So, uh, but really, I mean, that's the only thing I really look at. And college prepared me for it. And obviously, mentally, you know, you got to be, you know, tough about it, too, you know, as well. Because right. mentally, you could be draining, like, oh, I'm doing all this work, but. You know, it's, I'm not getting on the field as much, but I mean, hey, I'm just going to keep grinding out and things will play off. Yeah. Can you talk about your uh, friendship with Marlon? I mean, you guys started together. You won a cha- the national championship at 16, right? 16. Did, or, we, did you, you guys want it? We might have lost that year. <laughs> it's, it's like every, you know, know. We, every I other think, year. I, cause I, I play, I've been to three. <laughs> I've been to three of them. Okay, lost count. Well, okay, I won two. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm just. That's I'm, Alabama being honest, life right yeah. there. That's, that's Alabama being honest, life. Yeah, I'm being honest. I really don't. You know, I'm trying to remember. It's a lot. It's a lot. All these know. national championships just blur together. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it but, does. But what is the uh, the connection you have with Marlon? And I got to believe when you were drafted, he was probably one of the first guys you thought about. Mm-hmm. Like just you know. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, because I mean, we definitely we played on the other side. You know, I played on the side. You know, when we was at Alabama. That whole year was just, I think that whole year, I mean, I think that was 16, year, mm-hmm. 16 year. That whole defense, I mean, pretty much all went, you know, went to the NFL. So when he got drafted and he came here, and I was like, oh, that's dope. Like, yeah, he's one of the Ravens. I'm not even thinking, you know, that following year, like, or, you know, that following, like, oh, I'm on the Ravens. I'm on the same team as Marlon. Like, and that was one of the first things uh when I got drafted, Ozzy uh, Ozzy has told me. Mm-hmm. He said, You ready to play on the opposite side of uh Marlon Hunt or whatever? Yeah. I said, Yo, yo uh, your homeboy. I said, Oh yeah, man. Like I can't wait. It was just, you know, it was just yeah. a good moment, you know, a great moment, you know, me and my family, you heard it and all that. But that relationship, I mean, like I said, we've been together, but uh I mean my locker was always near his too, because his number and all, like and even even in college, so like I don't know. We didn't we knew each other for like forever. It seems like yeah, it's <laughs> cool. That's really neat. Cool, Anthony. Well, yes. actually, well, I got we got oh, before go you wrap up. One guy I want to ask you about who we haven't asked you about is your uncle. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Oh Brian, my gosh, we yeah, almost forgot about, about this. So all right. So your uncle is Brian McKinney, mm-hmm. who Ravens fans will remember was here. He was on the Super Bowl team. One thirteen. Yep. So, starting left tackle. Starting left tackle. So and a character. Can I do my Brian McKinney impersonation? <laughs> I keep saying that he was just. Oh, I don't he, look at him that way. That's all. Oh, he's he a character. I love. All right, yeah. here's my Brian McKinney. All right, you gotta have the lean back a little bit, <laughs> hands on hips, and you go. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a no. Yes, nailed it. He big. He's a, a, that's big, a big. That's dude. a big man. You know what's one of my favorite things about him is. People didn't know this, but he was a big time tennis player. Yeah, he do- yeah, he still does. He still plays. He still plays. See, we had a date to play tennis. We were always like trying to get it on the books, and it just never happened. I'm kind of salty about that. And he watches too. Like does he's a he? tennis fan. Yes, he tried to get me to watch a tennis match one day. I couldn't. <laughs> so you guys, are, you guys are close. Yeah, we're pretty. Yeah, we're pretty yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. So did you? When when the Ravens won the Super Bowl and he was on the team, were you like cheering for the Ravens? Like what? Was oh yeah, the- I was definitely cheering for the. Ra- okay. I, like I was I was watching. I mean, I wasn't there, but right. I was definitely why I was at home watching and uh, definitely was cheering for the Ravens. That whole that whole playoff, I remember. I remember we were just talking about that game. Uh, really? 
Was that the same year the Broncos we beat the Broncos? Yep. 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 Did the Jacoby Jones yep. play? Yeah, all, yeah. I remember that, everything. Yeah, I remember I was watching. Yeah. It was just <laughs> funny. It just, and now I'm here. I know. I, now I'm sorry. I'm just, I just thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here playing. It's just it's crazy. It, it's crazy. Was it like when you ended up here, did you talk to him about that and he's tell you about the organization a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. He just definitely said it's a great organization. And he was really, really kept it brief. It was small talk because it was just right out there. Yeah. I got picked. So he didn't want to hold too much time. Yeah, you had a lot of, your phone was buzzing, I'm yeah, guessing. It yeah, it was buzzing. So, yeah, but it was definitely, he was definitely happy that I came here. You know, he definitely knows it's a great place to be. So, and plus he won a Super Bowl here. So, right. He definitely loved it. You see the ring? Did he ever show you the mm-hmm. ring? Yeah, I seen it. It's nice. Mm-hmm. You got to get one. It's nice. You yeah. can put it with your collection of Alabama uh, ones you got. Exactly. <laughs> That's, That's the goal, man. That's the goal. I promise. That's the goal. That's what I want. I do. Awesome. Well, Anthony, thank you for joining us, man. It's really been a oh, pleasure. Yeah. I can't wait to see that uh, interception dance. Give me a little. <laughs> I know. I don't know what I'm going to do. You got to call him I just go be excited. That's all. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like this scream. <laughs> That's the Marlin. Marlin's yeah. just, ah! Yeah. He screams every time he gets on the field. <laughs> I like that energy. I need that. But he motivates me. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us, Anthony. We I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Bye. Sunday is right around the corner. Draft your lineups now to feel the sweat with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the Baltimore Ravens. Life is more fun when you have skin in the game. Download the DraftKings app to check out all the action and daily contests. New users enter code FLOCK when signing up to get a special offer. That's code FLOCK and get a special sign-up bonus. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Great stuff from Anthony. Uh, Like we said at the top, I just think this guy, cornerbacks, unfortunately, they get hurt. Yeah. Knock on wood. But it's a position where you oftentimes have some nagging stuff, Mm -hmm. right, to some guys. Jimmy Smith is no stranger to it. He's dealing with an ankle right now. We all know his career track record. Um, Tavon, Tavon Young. Tavon Young, right. So Anthony really, I mean, Wing Martindale said, he he told the whole room. We should ask Anthony about this. That was probably a pretty good moment for him. He told the whole room that Anthony Averett's the third best corner in their secondary. Yeah, which is saying something. That's yeah. that's that's ahead of Jimmy. It's ahead of Tavon. Yeah, that kind of takes some some chutzpah on Wings' part there. <laughs> just put it out, right? Like Jimmy's like, oh, right. Um, but that's how well he's been practicing. Anthony has been, in, you know, in in training camp and playing well in the preseason and. This guy, man, he has he has the makings. I, I'm telling you, next off season, if all goes according to plan, how it looks, you know how it's gone so far. Anthony Avery's gonna make himself some coin. Mm-hmm. He's gonna. Yeah, it is. It will be. I I do. I agree with that. I think that good starting caliber cornerbacks are tough to come by. Yep, and they get paid a premium for that reason. Yep. Uh, and so it. it well, he he also kind of benefits, like it, it's kind of uh, hurts him and helps him. Like corners, when you are out there all the time, you play the whole game. Like you're gonna get burnt sometimes, right? And people see you get burnt on tape, like because yeah. you're just getting thrown at a lot. With Anthony, like if you don't, you're not out there all the time to kind of have that yeah. on tape. The bad moments don't go on tape, and then you flash some good moments, and people are like, well. Man, if we just he just plays like this all the time, you know, he's sitting behind Marlon and Marcus. Like, wow, I'll sign up for that. You know what I mean? Like, I also think goes both ways. Talk about putting the cart before the horse. We're talking about next season right now, but um, <laughs> I, I I do think that that the Ravens could 
certainly want to re-sign him. I'm sure know? they would want to. Yeah. yeah, because you know you could probably get a good deal, and we're talking about how how good we think he is. If he ends up, you know, depending on. The question is, does he get like a Tyus Bowser kind of deal? Right. Right. Like Tyus was kind of a role player, you know. Yeah, he was a role player, you know, in that. But now he's a starter. But now he's a starter and he got paid, you know, good money, but not like break the bank money. Yeah. You know, Um, is that what Anthony Averett's ready for? I think it probably depends on how much playing time he gets. Yeah. Honest. I'm going to withhold. Like, I want to wait and answer that question because I think there's so many things, like, up in the air, uh, and it depends how the season goes. But if he ends up playing, you know, like, if he's on the field, then I probably, I will be curious to see what his role ends up being because, you know, if he goes out there on the field, does that push Marlon Humphrey inside? There's also Tavon Young who has come on, you know, he's just getting better and better. Wink Martindale talked about Tavon, how coming back from the knee, you know, just little by little, (laughs) he's improving and kind of looks more like himself. So, you know, if you go out there with three corners in week one against the Raiders, is it Marlon, Marcus, and Tavon? I think so. And then so what is the role for Averitt while Jimmy's hurt? Right. I mean, he would roll in as kind of like a dime package. I mean, I think the question is, uh, you know, if – if tape something were to happen to Tavon, which he's another quarterback that we all know has struggled with injuries over mm-hmm. his career, then I think, judging by Wink's comments of him being, you know, Anthony being the third best corner, I think Marlon would probably bump inside again, and then Anthony Averett would be your one of your starting corners uh, opposite Marcus. Yeah. So and, and you and also- Jimmy would kind of stay in that hybrid you know, check tight ends, that kind of hybrid safety corner role. That's what I was just going to say. There could be some matchup stuff too. Well, Jimmy's kind of your matchup guy. And and there's other matchup stuff, right? Like Speedster, like I'll take Anthony, you know, for matching up against whatever, McCole Hardman. Yeah. Right. Um, So, yeah. Wink has a lot of different possibilities based on matchups, which he's often talked about. That's how the NFL works these days. It's like the NBA. It's a matchup game. Yeah. Yeah. So, Whoever Averett's matching up against, I like the Ravens' chances, and I like his opportunity to go out there and, and kind of make a name for himself this year, even though there are a ton of talented players on the secondary. Yep. Double A. Going to be a big year. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to come back to you next week with our season predictions. Yes. This is a big episode, which you always look terrible in, in retrospect, whenever <laughs> we go back. No, no, But no. we're going to put it on paper, all right? Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of chit-chat, you know. I always am locked in on my opinions. I never sway one bit. You never minker? I never minker with my opinions. <laughs> um, but we're going to put it on paper, stamp it, do whatever we got to do, and then we're going to revisit it at season end. So this will be a good one. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. And, and as we get ready for that episode, this is a little plug here. Two things I want to plug. One is you, we do have single-game tickets available to some games this year. Now we're in regular season what? mode. So you want to see these guys in action, go to BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. Uh, it's all mobile tickets this year. Oh, I'm buying, getting some Christmas presents right now. You better act fast because I'm going on the app, baby. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so there are some select tickets that are available. So, again, you can get that information at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. Also, as we get ready 
for that season prediction podcast, go ahead and send us emails. You can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Let us know what predictions you have mm-hmm. for this season. Oh yeah, let's get some bold predictions. Yeah, but but I they got to be crazy. Like, exactly. Like I want a bold prediction, but not a crazy prediction. All of a sudden, you're like, give me a bold prediction, and someone's <laughs> like, I think that Mark Andrews is going to have a hundred touchdowns, and you're like, okay, that's that's dumb. So <laughs> so give us a bold prediction, but a realistic one. How about the best? Bold prediction that we think could actually happen gets a t-shirt. Yeah, I'm down with that. Bold prediction contest. Yes, I like this. I like this. We do have, the, I will say, we used to have a box of t-shirts. We've given out a lot. But there's still some left. There's we got a few the, left. We have the triple XLs <laughs> and we, the smalls. We have the children's, the infant size, and the triple Xs. So uh, you can get those two sizes. But no, email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Send us your bold prediction. And like Mick said, whoever has the best one, you're going to get a fresh new tea from care. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.